The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back. You're listening to Your Safe Space hosted by me, Adele Marie. This podcast is made for you where you can spill the tea, confess your deepest secrets or get some big sister advice. We are back today for our first confessions and questions show of 2024, and this one includes the strip club and some cheating. Let's get into the show. Happy Thursday, everyone. How are you guys? Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I feel like this week, most of us are fully back at work, back into the swing of things, especially if we had some time off over January. I hope that you guys are feeling settled. And if you're not feeling settled and still feeling a little bit all over the place, don't worry. That's me at the moment. I did go back to work last week and I've had a little bit of time off at the start of this week and I'm a little bit all over the place myself. So Don't stress if you are struggling to get back into the swing of it in Jan. I'm with you there. I'm also very relaxed today because I've come back from a beautiful like weekend or couple days away down in the Dandenong Ranges. I went to this beautiful Airbnb. It was in the suburb called Upway. And I had not heard of this place until I saw this Airbnb. It was like this beautiful forest lodge, but I actually booked it because you guys know the person I'm dating. It was his birthday and... I was like, I don't know what to get him for his birthday. And I thought it would be a really sweet gift, one that we could both enjoy and make memories together. And oh my God, bless. He had such a good time. I had such a good time as well. My Capricorn King, I was so happy. And yeah, I just, I'm in the best mood today because of that. If you guys do want to see more of that, I didn't actually vlog it on my YouTube channel. (laughs) I vlogged it on TikTok. So you can go check out my TikTok account. It's just at Adele Marie and you'll be able to see all of like the behind the scenes and vlogs on there. It was amazing and I'm so glad I did it. And I think the reason I also enjoyed it myself was that I didn't really go away this year. I mean, aside from going to Beyond the Valley, I didn't head down to the beach and stay there for a couple of nights. I also didn't go anywhere else to just like fully switch off and relax. And so, yeah, it was just really nice to have some downtime. The serenity in that place was just beautiful. It was tucked away just literally into like the national park and you could not hear any traffic. (laughs) You couldn't hear cars. You couldn't hear people. The street that the Airbnb was on had two houses and it was down this gravel road and just like the sound of the trees, the insects, the birds, so so beautiful and I just realized it's probably something that I need to like prioritize a little bit more I travel a shit ton for work but when it comes to relaxing and just chilling out like that I don't really do it and so staycations are also in for 2024 now I'm so happy to be back in your ears you guys love the first episode back on Sunday thank you so much for your support I'm really excited because today's our first confessions and questions show and it is a juicy one I haven't recorded actually in this studio. So right now I'm back in the Melbourne studio. So happy to be here. So happy to see Derek. I even said to him when I came in, Derek, I missed you. Like we literally haven't seen each other since the start of December. So I'm like, oh, this is my safe space. I'm very happy and very keen to get into the show. Now, before we spill the tea, I received a submission about one of the episodes I did last year, and I think it's so important, so I'm going to share it with you guys. So this is in relation to the episode, Why You Should Date Outside Your Type, and it was the second last episode of 2024, if you do want to go back and listen to it. But in this episode, I had a confession about STIs, and I also had a question about dating outside your type. 
Now, this person has submitted something in relation to the confession. So the listener wrote in, Hi Adele, I'm so sorry for taking up space as I know you receive a lot of confessions and questions. And can I just say that's okay? The link is there. If you want to submit something, please be my guest. You never have to apologize for taking up space. That's literally what it's there for. But this person writes, I just wanted to say thank you for speaking about STIs in one of your previous episodes. I'm a girl in my mid-20s and I'm not often sexually active. However, I had a casual sexual partner and in the episode you spoke about STIs often not having symptoms. I did not know that STIs may not always have symptoms and it prompted me to get checked. I then received a positive result for chlamydia and gonorrhea. Thank you for sharing something as small as STIs having minimal to no symptoms. I would never have thought about getting checked if it wasn't for you. Thank you. And that literally gave me goosebumps because firstly, I'm so proud of you for getting tested and I'm proud of anybody else for going and getting tested. If you haven't been tested, this is your PSA and personal message to you. Go and get tested, especially if you're sexually active and it doesn't really matter if you've used protection or not. It's good just to check anyway and just to be on the safe side. And I'm so happy that this listener did this. And it just reminds me that the more we talk about it, the less stigma there is, the less shame there is. And these topics are important that we do discuss. Now, I also saw yesterday, and some of you may have seen this. I actually saw this on the Daily Oz. I follow them over on Instagram. And the national government is actually bringing safe sex ads to dating apps. And I thought this was so fascinating. Firstly, I'm all for it. I definitely think that the government needs to be doing something in this area, but the stats behind the campaign are so interesting. And I'm going to give you some of those in a second, but a little bit about the campaign. It's called Before Play, which I think is pretty good. It's a bit like foreplay, but they've called it Before Play, so nailed the name. And it's basically just trying to raise awareness about STIs in Australia, because most STIs in Australia are detected in those aged 20 to 34. And I'll have you guys know, that's literally the age group of this podcast. And one sixth of Aussies will get an STI at some point in their life. Three STIs, syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea are the most commonly diagnosed here in Australia. And there was a significant increase from 2015 to 2019. And then in 2022, chlamydia was the most reported in Australia where there were 93,000 cases. And most of those diagnosed were 15 to 29. So I'm very happy that the government is doing this campaign. You guys, if you are on dating apps, you might actually see this. I think it's running until March. I saw on the Daily's post, they said it was going to be on Grindr and on Tinder. I'm not too sure if it will be rolled out across like Bumble and Hinge and things like that. I hope it is. But I'm so glad that this listener got tested. It is the start of a new year. Good time to go and get tested yourselves if you haven't. And yeah, I think we can now get into today's tea. It's a New Year's Eve one. Let's go. Okay, today's confession is titled, Oops, She Did It Again. My best friend and I were out at a bar. Both of us are in long-term relationships. My relationship is of five years. Her relationship is of seven years. However, she has also been on and off with her partner for the entire seven years. My friend and her partner had a big fight because he told her he didn't want to see her for New Year's and that he would rather see his friends. I find that a little bit rude, but anyway... She asked me to go out with her a few days after New Year's. While we were out, she got extremely drunk and ended up kissing another guy at the bar. She feels so awful about this, but has told me that she's not going to tell him because she regrets it and she knows that he will leave her. I really don't like him personally and I don't want to get involved, so I have kept quiet. Please note that I do not condone cheating and I would never cheat myself, 
I actually wish that my friend and him would break up. I personally think that he's been cheating on my friend with his ex-wife. I actually think they're still together and that's who he really spent New Year's with, not his friends. I wish that my friend would let me do my investigations to figure this out. And this confession, firstly, I loved all the New Year's Eve confessions that I got. Thank you so much if you were one of the people that submitted any of those. But no judgment, I think, to this listener. I believe both things can be true. You cannot condone cheating and you can also say, no, I'm minding my own business. And if you listen to Sunday's episode in 2024, we are minding our own business this year. I also think that even though you're not asking for advice here, I would love it if you could have a conversation with your friend. And I'm not saying like you need to have an intervention with her, but I do think it's a good chance for you to sit down and maybe just express some concern, especially if she's communicated to you that she's feeling bad about the kiss and also not wanting to lose the relationship. Is that an opening for you to be able to say to her, hey, I'm noticing some behavior or some things here that I don't personally agree with and I perhaps think like you might be better outside of this relationship and I think it's fascinating because I also don't condone cheating but this is a perfect example of how when someone doesn't have their needs met they then go in well within a relationship they can then go and have try to have their needs met with somebody else <laughs> and maybe your friend was sad that she wanted to spend New Year's Eve with her partner she didn't obviously get that and then she thought oh I'm just going to go get drunk and I'm going to go and kiss somebody else now she also might not have intended to go and kiss this other guy but I think subconsciously also when you put alcohol into the mix I think alcohol definitely doesn't help us in making the best decisions it can inhibit us at the best of times and yeah her judgment was impaired and so she's made this choice and so I believe maybe having a chat with her about her own needs and her happiness within the relationship could shine a bit of a light on them not being met by him I think it's hard when we see our friends in relationships that aren't serving them. And so I really want you to tread carefully at the same time because sometimes when you're out of it and you're not in that relationship, you can see things a lot clearer than when you are the person in it. And I've been that friend before when I've been in a relationship that hasn't served me. And I've had people tell me, Adele, you know, you deserve a lot better than what's going on. I've also then been the friend to see my friends in a bad relationship as well where I've wanted to shake them and be like, babe, you deserve so much better. So tread carefully here. Put some feelers out. See if you can have this conversation. If you can't discuss it, she's not open to it. I still think you have to keep showing up for her as your bestie. And I think she is super lucky to have you. And then a couple of other things before I get onto the advice part of the show. You said you wanted to go and do some investigation and digging to figure out if he's actually cheating on your friend with the ex-wife. You also said verbatim that you don't want to get involved when you talked about the cheating. So I'm going to say it's probably not worth you going FBI or CIA on this man. Now, don't get me wrong. I am usually also the friend in my friendship group to find out information. If my friends need to track a guy down or if they need to dig a little deeper and they come to me, I can find them out that information. I think it's one of my skill sets and I should probably be part of the FBI but I also think that you shouldn't get involved because you said you don't want to so I'm going to say tough love don't do it be there for your friend support her if you can and lastly I just want to touch on the New Year's Eve part where he said to her he didn't want to spend New Year's Eve with her and he wanted to spend it with his friends instead is that a red flag like the fact your long-term partner of seven years doesn't want to spend New Year's Eve with you for me 
I think if I had been in a relationship for seven years and my partner turned around and said that they didn't want to be with me on New Year's Eve, I'd probably crack the shits. And that's probably a bit of a argument or conversation point that we need to have. I did speak to a lot of my friends, both who were in relationships, casually dating or even single. I had some of them spend time with their partners on New Year's Eve. And I also had some of them who met up with their partners like later in the night. I had some that didn't see their partners on New Year's Eve for whatever reason. I also know it's just another day and in the grand scheme of things, does it really matter? But as long as your needs are being met and you're spending your New Year's Eve the way you want to spend it, I think it's okay. But I think what happened here, your friend was upset, didn't articulate that to her partner and then it's played out like this. That probably was a really good opportunity for her to speak to him and ask for what she wanted. I also did a little bit of a deeper dive into attachment styles and New Year's Eve. And I know you're probably going to be like, what the fuck, Adele? But let me let me go on this tangent and let me just explain to you. So there was a journal published by Lydia Emery and Amy Muse on relationships and attachment in 2014. And they say that anxiously attached individuals are unusually intense or on edge about plans leading up to New Year's. Now, I've spoken in the past that I have been an anxiously attached girly. I'm more secure now, but I can definitely resonate with some of this. And so if you are someone who also identifies as being anxiously attached, you may have feelings of heightened negative emotions around New Year's Eve. And an example of this is you may want a New Year's Eve date, or you may want a midnight kiss, or you may really cling to having plans on New Year's Eve because it's a chance for validation for you. And usually that is what is needed by anxious individuals more so than like a securely attached person. I think it's also fascinating to note that on the other side, when you're avoidantly attached and you're on the other end of the spectrum, you're reluctant to showcase your relationship status. You don't want to make plans. You don't want to see your partner. You may even want to spend time alone, especially because it's like a couple significant holiday. So yeah, I found that super interesting. And I also just wanted to add, I didn't really talk about this enough, I think, in the last episodes last year, but I know that like the start of a new year and even New Year's can be really tough because I think it highlights when things are really good, it will highlight that things are good. And then if things are going shit, it's of course going to highlight the negative stuff as well. So yeah, I just thought I had to put that in there because I found it interesting. Anyway, I'm going to move on to the advice. Thank you so much to this listener. If you do happen to go FBI and you do happen to dig and you do find out anything else, can you please let us know, resubmit another submission? I'm curious to see if you do. As I said, though, I think you should stay out of it. I think you should support your friend and see if you can help her through a potential upcoming breakup. Anyway, if you guys have your own confession or something else that's weighing on your mind, this is the place to get it off your chest. Head to the bio. There's a link in there where you can submit that as well. All right, you guys, as always, I am not a qualified professional. Of course, we do get deep on this podcast, but please take my advice with a grain of salt, okay? And if you do need professional help, as always, please see the show notes. Now, our question of the week starts like this. Love you, Adele, and I need your help. I love you too. My boyfriend recently went away on a boys trip, and while he was on that boys trip, they went to the strip clubs. I have no issue if my partner goes to a strip club and he knows that, but my issue is that he himself hasn't told me that they went to the strip club. I really don't know what to do. 
Knowing that he can't be open with me about this makes me think he's hiding something else. Can you please help and tell me what you would do in this situation? Before I get into this, I just want to touch on the fact that your safe space is a safe space for everyone, including strippers and sex workers. And at the same time, I also understand that topics like this, even topics like porn, can have very divided opinions. Each of us is going to have different boundaries. Each of us is going to feel differently about our stance on strip clubs our stance on a partner visiting strip clubs. So if you're not comfortable with a strip club, that's okay. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you shouldn't be. You're allowed to have your boundaries. I am very much like the listener. I really don't care if my partner goes. And I don't know if I've ever spoken about it on this podcast. I think I spoke about it when we had the porn episode or the porn question come up a few episodes ago. I think that might've even been back in season one. But Yeah, my stance on it is like I'm pretty comfortable with a partner to go. There are some boundaries that I've got with a partner and it's quite funny because the guy that I'm dating at the moment actually last weekend had a Bucks party. There were strippers at the Bucks party and a few weeks into us dating, we had actually spoken about like our boundaries about a lot of things and our boundaries amongst strippers came up as well and I had said to him that I'm not bothered by it. I would rather know if there are strippers at a Bucks party or if he's going to be at a Bucks party where strippers are. I also said it's fine if you're attending as part of a Bucks. I think it's a little bit different if my partner was then wanting to just go to the strippers every Friday night for fun and like as a hobby and a hangout with the boys. I probably wouldn't want to date someone who did that for fun. And I even said to him as well, like I have no issues with like looking and enjoying, but I wouldn't be comfortable with my partner having a lap dance or like being touched and things like that. And our conversation was very honest and open and he expressed his boundaries in the same way. And I even said to him like, oh, it's unlikely for me. I've gone to many hens parties in my life and not any of the hens parties I've gone to have even had a male stripper. So I thought that was interesting as well. At the end of the day too, I also know that the strippers are there doing their job. Like they don't necessarily care about the guys in the room. Like they just want to do their job just like the rest of us, make their money and go home. And so it's a business transaction for them. And I think that kind of gives me a little bit of peace when I look at it. I would be pissed though if this happened to me. So if what happened to this listener happened to me, I'd be pissed because you've already had a conversation about you not being bothered by it and then he hasn't told you. And so I'm really sorry. I think it's so normal for you to be hurt and feel maybe betrayal or be bothered or be upset by the lack of transparency. I think I personally value transparency so much in a relationship. I value communication so much in a relationship. I'm also very curious to know how you found out because was it one of the other boys that told you or was it one of the other partners of the boys that told you? Because I want to know how you found out the truth or did you just see something on his phone or did you see something on social media? I don't know. I would love to have known how you found out. It is also a challenging situation for you to be in, but I think that with some communication, you can definitely get through it. To me, this is a talk about it situation. This is not a, you need to break up about this situation. Okay. And I mean, of course you can also assess your own level of hurt and level of betrayal and make whatever decision you see fit as well. But I think if I'm just looking at this very objectively and giving you my take and what I would do, like you've asked, this is what I would do. I think you need to talk to him sooner rather than later. I know you recently submitted this question, so I'm trying to get it out as quickly as possible so you can have a conversation with him. 
the reason that I say you should discuss this sooner rather than later is because what happens when you don't discuss things that upset you in your relationship or that hurt you and you almost sit on it, it gives a chance for resentment to build. It gives a chance for your emotions to almost just bubble away and sometimes snowball and sometimes get a little bit out of hand where I think if you know that you're upset and you know that you want to bring it up, you should. You should be able to communicate with your partner. You should be able to say, hey, this wasn't right. It made me feel uncomfortable. I would love us to navigate it differently next time. And that way you can have your needs met. You can feel validated and you guys can actually move forward. Now, as I said, get yourself into a headspace where you are feeling a little bit more, I guess, relaxed and even have yourself kind of vent, either journal it out or talk to somebody else even before you talk to him, just so you can kind of get that frustration out because a calm conversation to me is always going to be more productive. And when you are speaking to him, make sure that you are being really open and being really honest so that you can then be validated and reach the outcome that you want to reach. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a script and feel free to use this. Feel free not to use it if you don't want to. But when you are speaking, I always say, use lots of I statements. Try not to attack the other person. Like just try to communicate in a way that is clear and shows the person how you have been hurt and how you are feeling. So something that you could say is, I felt a little bit uncomfortable when I heard about the strip club visit on your boys trip. And I was surprised that you didn't mention it to me. Can we talk about it? And I think saying it in that way might be a little bit more productive versus saying, you didn't tell me about this and now I think you're lying about other things and what the fuck, you know? So I think time and place and the way you approach it can change the nature of the discussion as well. And when you are having the convo, reiterate to him that you do value openness, you do value communication and that you're not actually upset about him going to the strippers. You're more upset about the fact that he didn't communicate to you that he went there and Tell him that you appreciate when he does communicate these things to you because that helps you maintain the trust that you guys have worked together to build. I think it's important that you allow him to give his side of it as well. Now, I'm not condoning what he did and I'm not giving him an excuse, but he might not have said it to you for some reason and it might make more sense when he explains it, but there might be a reason and him giving that perspective might make you feel a little bit better. Of course, it might make you feel more enraged as well. (laughs) So I still think it's important that you allow him like the space to express his side too, because that's what a conversation should be. It is two ways. You obviously don't want him attacking you or you attacking him and vice versa. You want each other to be able to clearly and openly effectively say your piece. Now, I also don't necessarily think that him not telling you equals him hiding more things. And I don't know the depth of your relationship. I don't have any further context apart from this short paragraph that you submitted. But unless he has hidden other things from you, unless he has broken your trust in other ways, I would say it's not helpful to then assume that he's automatically hiding other things. And again, I don't know the nature or the dynamic. If he has hidden other things and this is like another item on the list of long things that he's hidden from you, I would say maybe you need to reassess if this is the right relationship for you. But in a perfect world to me, this is a communication point and this is a conversation where you guys can work to reach a resolution where you feel like you're being validated and you are getting the outcome that you wanted. And then it's a reminder to him on the behavior that he needs to have next time. 
Obviously, the conversation entirely depends on his response too. I think if he's being defensive, if he's attacking you or if he's making you feel like you're being like needy or annoying or irrational for saying what you're saying and feeling how you're feeling, that raises alarm bells for me. And as I said, you probably need to consider if that is the relationship for you. But see how the conversation happens. See how he allows it. I definitely think you need to have it. And I think if I was in your shoes, I would also think about what outcome do I want? What is the perfect outcome to me? And even in, you know, previous relationships that I've been in, I always try to assess, okay, is this a conversation where we can talk about it firstly? Or is this like a bigger red flag? And is this making me question if I should even be with this person? Most of the time, it's a conversation. I then think about what do I want from this conversation? And typically what I want from the conversation is to be heard, to be validated, and then to have either an apology or change behavior. Bonus points if we get apology and change behavior. I'm also then assuming your boyfriend's probably not at the strip club every weekend, but you know, the next time he goes, he can show you that he is going to communicate and tell you, hey, I am going, or this is what's happening. This is on the cards for the plans. And so think about what you want from the conversation before you have it so that when you get that outcome in the conversation, you are then like, oh, okay, outcome achieved. Like this is actually what I wanted. And yeah, I hope that you guys can sort it out. I hope that you can get some peace from the conversation and I hope that you can reach that resolution where you do feel better after having this conversation. The other thing to remember as well is that obviously every relationship is so different. It's not one size fits all. And I know that, especially when I give advice in these segments, but I think if you have a partner that is committed to you, that is willing to show up, that is willing to choose the relationship and choose you and do better the next time and own their shit. If your partner can turn around and say, yeah, I fucked up. Like I should have told you that I went to the strip club and it wasn't right. I think that counts for something and that's a positive sign. So good luck. Let me know how you go. I would love to hear from any other listeners if you've had a similar conversation with your partner, how you approached it. As always, every single episode, there's going to be an episode thread in the Facebook group where you guys can come in and leave your thoughts on the episode. If you have any advice for this listener, leave it in there for her. I think she'll appreciate it. But yeah, good luck. I'm sending you a massive hug. It can be tough, especially when you know your partner does let you down, but I think that you can nine times out of 10 generally work through it. All right, guys, if you have your own question, please let me know. The link is in the show notes. And yeah, I think we can wrap our first Thursday episode back. Oh my goodness. I love recording, guys. I've missed it. Catch me just chatting nonstop. I have a really exciting episode coming out on Sunday. It's with career coach Chloe. We spoke for ages and oh my God, we covered a whole heap of topics in relation to career. And I think it's a really valuable episode where you guys can get as much information as you can, especially if you are in the workforce or if you're feeling a little bit unhappy in your career at the moment, make sure you tune in for that one. But yeah, I'll wrap it up here. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving us a rating on Spotify as well. I've seen those five-star reviews. If you haven't, please please go and leave me one. That does help the podcast more than you know, trust. And it also helps me when you post it on your story and when you tag your safe space pod and when you tag me at Adele Marie, I will always reshare those and my heart does a little bit of a 
skips a beat when you guys do that because that's word of mouth for the podcast and yeah, it helps quite a bit. But if you haven't, please follow us on Instagram. Please come follow us on TikTok and join the Facebook group, Your Safe Space Podcast Community. There is 6,000 legends in there. And if you're already in that group, shout out to you. You guys are the best. But if you're not, come and join us because it's beautiful. There's like-minded individuals in there and yeah, we have such a good time. But you guys, I will see you on Sunday and I can't wait to be back in your ears. Have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend and I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your Safe Space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.